Guys, welcome back to the Only Up Podcast. I'm your host, 3J Chatterjee. And this is a podcast where we chop it up all things, life, self-improvement, all that type of stuff. Just really what's going on. I feel like this is a podcast has really lost its theme over the time. But you know, um, we're still doing it. We're still kicking it. Um more of a true podcast. Um, yeah, and you guys have been wondering, we haven't a guest in like four weeks. Yeah, I've just been, I don't know, it's been I've just been really awful at um like i have asked a few people but they want to do it like the next week and the week after and then when the time comes around it doesn't happen that's due to it's not even due to them it's usually just due to me um you know time managing and like managing it like we'll get some guests on um i just feel like especially online because the last two guests i had like with the, with like recording it online there's so many issues and for some reason my internet always cuts out blah 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 or technical issues on their side it's just a bit of a pain so that's why as well. And yeah, well, the podcast is still here. That's good. You've just got me. You're stuck with this asshole for another week. Hopefully, we'll get more guests. But also, I feel like, you know, you don't always need a guest. You feel me? It's just a bit of one-on-one action. Okay, maybe that's a bit sus. But, you know, a bit like one-on-one action, you feel me? So it's not too bad. And I believe it's the 13th. Yeah, 13th July. Already passed halfway through the year, seven months in. There's less than six months left of the year left. This time goes by insanely fast. I don't know. It's actually pretty crazy. Um, what? What? Are, let me do a little bit of recap. What have I been up to? Ooh, I did watch Thor: Love and Thunder. And what did I think of it? Uh, I won't put it into any spoilers. I thought it was okay. I feel like the last three Marvel movies we've got other than Spider-Man have not been that great. Um, They've not been great, but they've been okay. Some have been good, but like, I feel like it's just, um, it's a lot of world building. It's, um, they're not really focusing on making it a movie. They think you're focusing on making it the next big thing. But also, I don't want to critique Thor as much just because I feel like the Thor movies now, before they were like, I think Thor 1 and Dark World, they were like, uh, they were aiming to be like legit movies. Whereas I feel like this one, Thor, Love and Thunder, and Ragnarok. Even though Ragnarok is one of the best films, Marvel films up there. I think the top two, uh, top two Marvel films. I think uh, it's it's not really a hot topic, but like I think I really like Winter Soldier. I think that is one of my favorite ones. That like it's just such a, like I've watched it over and over again, and then like I don't know. I also feel like with Marvel films as of recently, right? Um, with all this galactic and eternal like bullshit going on, it's like it's really hard to somewhat relate or empathize with these heroes. Just because, say you have like your Spider Man and your Batman, you're like your street level stuff with a with a spice of supernatural, like Spider Man versus like Electro, you know what I mean, or like Spider Man versus the Goblin, where it's like it's not it's not too real, but it's not it's still got that superhero like comic book finesse, you know what I mean, where it's like oh, it's clearly, like, it's clearly fictional that, like, won't happen in this world, but, like, it can, you know, the technology was there, it could happen, you know what I mean? Stuff like that, like, Iron Man and stuff, like, you know, it's, like, all that street-level stuff, all that billionaire dollar stuff, where it seems kind of feasible, but it's not. But I feel like with this Galactics, like, especially with Eternals, Eternals, like, this, I didn't even watch it, so I can't really critique it, but it's, like, this supernatural, oh, I realized my mic was really far from me. It's, like, this supernatural like this not supernatural not even like it's like intergalactic like themes that we're just not common with like that we just can't really relate to like 
you know what i mean even star wars had like some human aspect to it but with eternals it's like it's a bit it's a bit crazy like the threat the threat from eternals is like what do you call it it's like i think they're sending up galactus even though we had thanos thanos whatever you want to call him he was some that that story arc phase i think it was phase four phase three that was like somewhat relatable whereas i feel like with this whole intergalactic space stuff it's really hard to relate but overall i thought it was good it, uh, it was i uh hmm. i enjoyed it but would i watch it again probably not um i do feel like there was this part um without getting to spoilers where jane foster says like these three things and i kind of literally died on the inside when i heard it like it was very cringe and I know saying cringe is cringe, but like, I don't know. I felt like that really like goosebumpy, like weird feeling when I heard the Jane Foster bit at the end. If you've watched it, you know what I'm talking about. If you haven't, um, just get ready for it. If you do plan on watching it. But yeah, I don't know. It's good that we get to do our MCU films, but I feel like they need to make like really good like films again instead of world building. Like I feel like Captain America winter soldier was literally like about just like captain america you know what i mean like literally him and his past with bucky um just getting explored while you know all like with shield and hydra which set which set up the next captain america film which you know which is fine but you know like that film was so good even thor was so good like oh my god man i'm, I'm trying to think of like top three marvel films like winter soldier ragnarok is up there for sure i'm trying to think like infinity war endgame like avengers like they're just like in a different breed like those are just like the classics but those are also really good too if i were gonna put on a probably put infinity war but far from home just because like the fan service and stuff not far from home that one's like the worst one the no way home i think spider-man far from home is not that good the one where they go overseas like i tried to watch it again i was like yeah it's not that good well then again like i know the plot twist so yeah Watch that. Oh, I watched Top Gun as well. Um, I didn't watch the previous one before. The one from 84, I think. And bro, it was it was good. I really liked that movie. Um, and I feel like if you, if you guys haven't watched Top Gun yet, it's been in cinemas for a while now. So um, I think it's more closer to coming out on Blu-ray release. I think they're still doing some showings, but watch that film. Like, I thought watching pilot fighter jets and stuff was like, not my cup of tea. But um, no, it was really good. Um, Tom Cruise kills it really good oh by the way speaking of killing it i think christian bale's performance in thor like was amazing but like it just gets it just gets tarnished by the really bad not really bad like okay he's playing like a really evil guy right like a super evil guy but then it's a comedy so it's like uh i don't know um it's it's a bit odd maybe i need to watch thor again to understand it better but um other than that, I don't know. But Top Gun's really good. You guys should watch Top Gun. I think it's up for movie of the year. That or Batman this year was really good. Batman, I want to watch it again because it's pretty interesting. But it's really long too. So we will see about Batman. Oh, dude. Oh, the reason I've been watching a lot of movies is because, um, first of all, I work near the movie theater. And I also have this thing called like these Hoyts Rewards where I paid, well, sounds like an ad. But um, where I paid twenty dollars or twenty five dollars for the whole year, and I get like all these rewards. So I get cheaper tickets. Um, I, I I get these extra points, and then like I'm on like like a lot of points, and um, 
So literally, if I walk in, they'd be like, oh, go grab a free popcorn. I'm like, oh, shit. Like, so sick. Or like, sometimes you can buy tickets with the points. It's just, it's like a membership system. It's really good. And I've actually been utilizing it because then I watch Elvis, the the autobiography. And as a movie, if I was to critic, critique it from a movie, it's not, it's not a great movie, but I did really enjoy it. Dude, Elvis had some, like, I know it's no surprise because I'm too young for Elvis, bro. I'm not too young. Am I too young? Yeah, yeah, I'm too young for Elvis. Yeah, 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 right? So it's like I missed out on that whole generation. Even my parents, like Elvis died like literally like years after my parents were even born. And yeah, his mu- music still, because like, my parents love Elvis. So hearing his songs, I forgot which song it was. It was like a banger song. Let me just get it up real quick. Because I, I, like the day I came out from the cinema watching Elvis, I literally played um, Can't Help Falling in Love. That was a banger song, bro holy yeah yeah elvis Elvis, it's just really uh i'm not gonna spoil the movie even though it's like an autobiography like spoiler alert elvis does die um believe it or not but um yeah no it's a it's a it's a great film austin butler did a really good job um it's cool because i never would have come to those conclusions watching elvis without um watching that film so um i remember i was i actually don't know how true this was because we were little kids I remember when I was 11, um, they had this Elvis thing. I think it was because, like, it was the, it was like an anniversary, like, of, I think it was 50 or 45 years of him passing away. And, um, well, of him passing away. And then, like, they brought, like, CDs and stuff. And then our teacher said, like, Elvis died while eating a cheeseburger or something. And then that just became, like, this is how, like, all of us kids, like, remembered his legacy. Because, like, we didn't listen to his music and stuff like that back then. Even though they gave us a CD. But our school in New Zealand was huge on Michael Jackson. Like, they taught everyone how to moonwalk and stuff. It was, like, it was crazy. Oh, this school is in New Zealand, by the way. I live in Melbourne now. I grew up in New Zealand for a mad long time. And I guess Michael Jackson really had it. Like, they had Michael Jackson. Like, we had a Michael Jackson, like, disco. Where everyone had to dress up as Michael Jackson, basically. And just, like, moonwalk and stuff. It was pretty cool. I was mad young, but... It was fun. Those were the those were the those were the days where nothing like I remember like in primary school like nothing really mattered, but a lot kind of mattered depending on like if you had a bad experience in primary school, it did set you up for a lot of like weird stuff or like you could be a hot you could be like the hardest person ever. But or maybe high school because primary school like at least after you finish primary school, you go into high school and you could be like whoever you want. But the thing is, with my primary school is like our primary school is literally set up so you get into like um the high school. So I literally went to high school with all like my primary school homies, or like everyone I knew in high school was like somewhat from my primary school. So yeah, that was that. Was that. What was I talking about? Thor, Top Gun, Elvis, Elvis, Elvis. Yeah, no, Elvis has got hangers, bro. Um, I know that's no surprise. I think he, I think he has like, I think he still holds the record for the most selling or the most streamed, not streamed, like most selling artist. I think something like that. I probably should share that before I got on here. But you guys watch Elvis. Um, yeah, I've been watching like again. I've been watching a lot of movies, and some movies I've been watching alone. Like I watched Thor with friends, but then I watched Elvis by myself because it was just after work. I like I really kind of had nothing to do, and I already worked out and stuff and. I was like, you know what? Let me treat myself to a movie. I booked it like on my break at work. And I'm like, you know what? Let me watch Elvis. Oh, because I was going to watch my brother, but then my brother canceled. So I'm like, shit. I'm like, I gotta watch it. And watching a movie alone is like a weird experience. Especially for Elvis, because um, 
I think everyone was coupled up, and I was just there like, bro, what is going on right now? That is crazy. Like, I don't know. I think some couple asked me, he's like, oh, did you get stood up? I'm like, no, bro. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just watching this movie by myself. I'm like, shit, man. It's crazy. I think it's, I think it's not that experience. It's the, um, you should book a table for one and eat by yourself at like a crowded restaurant or something. Apparently that's like, there's something about it. I forgot the meaning behind it, but it's like, things okay. You're okay with being alone or you have the confidence in yourself to be alone which is like a huge strength. I think Tom Hardy talks about it a lot. He goes like, once you get comfortable being alone for a long period of time, it also becomes a superpower in which like, it's not that you're antisocial, but like you don't need to rely or be dependent on a lot of company, which um, I think everyone kind of does. And it's a good thing to be not dependent on company, but to have company, I guess. So, you know, and that is that. I've, dude, I, I'm, I've got like mild ADHD. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. The last podcast, very different. I feel like I was, I was very asleep. I was yawning every two seconds. I'm yawning now. What the hell? Ah, I'm yawning. I was yawning every two seconds. And um, yeah, I was really up late at night. I've switched it up. I'm doing it the morning of. So this will be up later tonight. But at least I feel like I have a lot more energy. I have a lot more to talk about. But yet I'm still forgetting a lot of stuff. And for some reason, I've been having like, these like not to get into the medical side of stuff i've been like not some health like i've been having like these mild health issues with like i'll be wake up in the middle of the night just like just got some weird ass problems and so i've been like it's got something to do with caffeine i reckon as well so i've been having less and less caffeine because i used to be like a caffeine junkie i love caffeine like so i that's why i feel really really lethargic today or like these last few days like i don't know but I wonder what, like, natural caffeine is. Like, probably, like, I remember going for a walk. I felt really good. But, um, yeah, probably need some of that natural dopamine, wherever you get that from. Dope, do a dopamine detox, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. TikTok, that's where dopamine goes to die, I reckon. It gets spiked, but it's, like, where your normal dopamine goes to die. Like, the scrolling, instant, like, the instant scrolling, the, like, having content wherever you want. And it's all content catered to you as well. That shit is almost poison, and I'm, like, consuming it on a daily basis. Like, it's really easy to spend, like, 30, 40 minutes on TikTok, like, watching stuff that you probably won't remember. But there are some bangers on it, but there are not as well. I posted the Comic-Con video on TikTok. Um, The last time I did it, it got, like, 25K views, and this time I did it, it's barely scraping 300, which is, like, really surprising, which I think the last one I did had a lot more uh a lot more hot takes especially and i think the community really cared about anime back then i feel like not right now no one really kind of cares but naruto is back on the rise which is good i'm so happy to see like because i swear there's a period of time where naruto was just getting shitted on now it's now it's back on top which is good i love naruto it's my favorite shit of all time so good it'll always be very dear to my heart which is good um speaking of that comic-con video i know i've talked about the comic-con video like the last three podcasts right but i feel like i didn't explain like the the whole process of like why maybe there's a reason why maybe it came out like not as good oh what do you call it oh no i already talked about the last podcast i was streamer viewed it and stuff so I was, let me talk about the day-to-day what happened that time i was like th- now like three weeks ago but so what happened was 
So Thursday, the, the convention's on Saturday, right? So I, on Thursday, literally everything good. I worked from, I think it was 5 to 9.30, right? And then I get back at 9.30. I'm not responsible. I just, a bit of an idiot. And I just, you know, played a couple games of Valorant, talked to my friends and got to bed a little late and had to wake up in the morning to go to work again. Like this is the nine to five shift. And I went to bed at like maybe three or four and then have to wake up at like seven to get to work, like in order for me to get ready, get to work, do my morning routine, bullshit like that. And then nine to five did that. Right. But then that following night, I have a 21st to go to. Right. So I'm really crunching on time. I come home, legit shower, get changed. Because it's like a, it's like a club. So I got to like iron my shirt, which is, I never go clubbing. So I think I explained that before. So I just I had to do all that. Iron my shirt. All the little basic shower, blah, blah, blah. You know, get ready, cologne. I don't know why I'm explaining it. You know what I mean. Just get, get ready. It takes like an hour, right? So that, um, have to go to the city and meet at this Airbnb by train. Like I'm already, so I'm on four hours of sleep. In the Uber, which is 10 minutes, I think I fell asleep for seven minutes. Like just passed out. Uber had to wake me up at the stop. And I'm like, oh God, this is dangerous. So I had to get on a train. And like a one hour train ride to the city but the thing is i can't sleep on the train because um i had all my camera gear with me and all this bullshit and i had like um like not even like like accessories like jewelry stuff and then like no one's actually gonna like steal it but you know you, you just think about it when you just have stuff like that i guess you know it's just weird like so i didn't want to sleep on it just in case and the train is like i don't know it's like melbourne you meet some well, Australia in general, you meet some weird people on the train, man. It's nothing like New York, but like there's some weird Donnies on the train. Like, they're just some interesting characters you just don't see on a day to day. But yeah, so that, and then I go to this this, this club for my friend. Um, literally, like, you know, you dance, you, you take a couple drinks, you do all that, you just have a little bit of fun. Um, but the thing is, like. Dancing in dress shoes, man, my feet were obliterated, bro. Literally obliterated. Like, like my feet, like, oh, my God, bro. Like, up and down, left, right, center. And then I'm like, shit. It's either I go home, because it's, like, 3 o'clock, right? I go home, sleep for, like, maybe two hours, then come back to the convention, right? So, we fin if the thing finished at 3, either I go home, literally waste two hours and then had to come back at nine so it's like a six hours delay and it takes an hour to get home hour to get there it's probably no sleep at all and i probably if anything i would have slept in just because how drained i was right so i call up my friend who lives in the city i'm like oh can, i know this is really inconvenient but can i please crash just because i've got comic-con tomorrow like i i wouldn't make it otherwise and then she was like yeah, yeah, yeah all goods all goods and then rami carves us i told him about it and i'm like oh please come as well see you know it'll be good Oh, I'm ready. Sorry. So, um, I told Rami Carves, the homie, I'm like, bro, please, like, just it'll be good. And then he was already, I think he was already in the city, in the area with his girlfriend. So then we came out, we had to crash on the couch, sleep while sitting up. Like, I know I'm thankful that I got a place to crash, but you know, sleeping while sitting up, it's not that, it's not that, it's not that easy. But it was also, um, the person whose house we're chilling at was at a rave as well. So, she came back at like six and my friend had to wake up and open the door for her. And then we woke up at nine-ish. Apparently my friend did not sleep at all and I only slept for like four hours. 
and then the whole comic-con thing and the comic-con thing is like twenty thousand steps like bro i was dead but the funny thing is i feel like i'm complaining about this whole thing but it's funny because i like i want to do more stuff like that again where i'm sleep deprived by doing like a lot of fun stuff i don't know i feel like that's when it was most that's when it was like peak like that's when it was so fun you feel like the most alive doing stuff like that even though you're literally on like the brink of like passing out i don't know it's like holding on to it which is like kind of cool but yeah that was a little stressful the comic-con like going to a convention is like it's mad tiring um you need to definitely be well rested i reckon for sure well yeah i don't think i explained on the podcast if i did man i just waste like 10 minutes of this podcast material and then it's just gonna be like bro you literally said this like two episodes ago or an episode ago i'm sorry bro i i am i am so sorry i don't mean for that to happen but speaking of the habits i have been keeping in check is reading um i think last week i read the alchemist i think i read that in like five days or six seven or maybe a week i don't know but then i started a new book and i finished it three days ago um it's called the it's called man's search for meaning by front where is it three hand on my table oh, let me get by frank victor e frank Frankel, it's um so it's about a guy who was in a was in the auschwitz concentration camp um and during the world war ii he was a jewish boy a man i guess and um yeah so he explained he basically talks about his experiences in concentration camps and he was fortunate enough to be in one of the ones where he um didn't like um how do i say he didn't get to face like death like a lot of other concentrating like the gas chambers and is it the showers uh then i remember he's talking about the gas chambers but yeah all that stuff but then he basically talks about like okay so he's in a concentration camp um he's basically held prisoner and like he has no information whether his family is gassed or not right so he is left thinking like what is his purpose in life so no family right no family no job held prisoner you basically like you basically are just a prisoner npc at that point right but wrong he said that's why the whole point is man's search for meaning he tries to find you try to find purpose in anything you do and hold on to hope basically like i thought this was a very beautiful um story also a heartwarming not heartwarming a heart-wrenching and warming story at the same time where it's like you know um it really makes you feel grateful for the opportunities you have now. It's like when you like, it's it's like when you hear about the hunger stuff and you go, bro, I'm not gonna waste food anymore. Like that's like, that's what you say. But everyone wastes food, especially I work in hospitality. You see how many people waste food and you're like, damn man, that is crazy. Like, but it's like the what I learned from my social meaning is like, it's like the especially the inner will you have to like stay alive in your own body and like have a goal like obviously have a goal have purpose i feel like man's social meaning is very purpose and i don't want to spoil the i'll spoil the book in the sense that like so he's a he gets freed right at the end from from the concentration camp because um you know um germany lost and all that stuff i, I don't know if this is historically correct i'm just going by the book or what the narrative was in the book so they lost and he basically says that like you know man your your search for meaning there's no like 
it's like the purpose of life. What's the meaning of life? Like, there's no, like, no one's going to give you an answer because if there was an answer, it would have been, like, taught in, like, primary school or preschool or whatever, right? You know what I mean? Like, but he basically says that you get to decide. The thing is, you get to put meaning into the meaning of life. That's the whole point. And you get to choose how you react to stuff. You get to create the goal you're setting. You get to be your own person, basically. And I thought it was just really beautiful. And you get to hold on. Like, you get, you have the responsibility on choosing how you react to stuff. Because especially um, a lot of... Okay, so there's a system in the thing, in the in the prison system, where you get these coupons where you do good work or, like, when you... Because they had to do, like, manual labor a lot of the time. Like, build railways, do stuff. Like, prison activity, right? So... You basically, you basically get these coupons. You can either exchange for more food or you can exchange it for cigarettes. And the people that exchange it for cigarettes, you could either tell were losing their inner will to keep up. And like, because they chose this instant gratification over over this like food that will last them a longer time, right? So it just goes to show that the inner will, the like will of like keeping on was, you know, not, not there. Especially they talk about this one thing where this guy says that um, it's it's such a tragic story because the the Frank Victor um he says he knows or Victor like we're friends but Victor, I'll just call him Doctor Frank Kell because um he was he is a doctor so Doctor Frank Kell basically has because he becomes a doctor within the prison as well later down the line when they re- when he realized like oh he's a doctor he can actually help people because a lot of people end up dying in these concentration camps through due to fatigue or like malnutrition or like disease because they work in the cold right so they he's always treating them and then this this patient had this really bad like like basically stage four type of disease. I think it was typhus or something, right? I don't think that's stage four, but it was like really bad, right? Especially with no medication. And basically in the book, they said there was no saving him, no medication, but he hung on because he believed that um, in a year or two, they would be freed and then he would go home to see his family and stuff like that, right? So when the day, it was like 13th of February or something, right? So he goes and waits till 13th of February. And when he realized that day doesn't come, um, I think a week and a half later he dies even though he was supposed to die like ages ago so doc- dr frankel basically decided that like his inner will like obviously diminished after realizing that his goal was not met with his expectations but he said he should have died a long time ago just because he was fighting the inner like i keep saying inner will like three times but like he was fighting he was like being like he wanted to see his goal be achieved and that was enough to keep him alive if you have that goal, if you have that purpose, because he thought the 13th of February will come and we will be free. Although it didn't come. And I think a year later, it wasn't the 13th of February. That would have been like the biggest troll, but oh, the big, I can't say that. But you know what I mean? Like it would have been the biggest, like, how do I say, bamboozle. Because like, it would be so sad for him. But it was like, yeah, I think like two, three years later or a year later, um, they got freed and he wasn't able to see that. It's like, I hate to compare it to Attack on Titan, but it's like Captain Irwin Smith, how he's the one that wants to see what's in the basement, but he's the one, like his purpose was to see what was in the basement, but he's the one that doesn't actually get to see it in the end. Everyone else does but him. But they got, but he, in a sense, he got people to see what was in the basement, which was good. Yeah, I don't know. I hate how I compared Man's Social Media to Attack on Titan, even though Attack on Titan is, um, it's pretty good. It's well written. But yeah. That's man's social meaning. Uh, there's probably a lot of other good stuff, but what I took from it is just like the inner will, the the 
the how you can overcome suffering like suffering becomes like you know like you know, pain i think andrew tate was talking about it like andrew tate talks about like i think he recently did an interview with aiden not an interview it was like i didn't actually watch i watched the clip so he did a thing with aiden ross Aiden ross is usually like a troll like a sus streamer like um he's a very entertaining guy he was he's like um so you guys know who aiden ross is right like He's just um search him up. He's like a Twitch streamer that like interviews a lot of high like like celebrity people or like YouTubers or rappers. He does a lot of rapper collaborations as well, and like yeah, he's really good, really good content creator. So he does this thing with Andrew Tate. Andrew Tate is like this Romanian Romanian billionaire, like the Sigma mindset. Like he's like he's like you should search Andrew Tate. You if you you take one good look at him, you're like okay, yeah, that that is everything he's supposed to be. You know what I mean? So I remember so this links back to Man Session meeting where and like this Andrew Tate guy is like shredded. He looks good. He's like, you know, the Sigma. He's like the he's like basically like the billionaire boy on the yacht. You know what I mean? Like he has the yacht, he has the money, he has the girls, has everything. You know what I mean? And then he was asking like I think Aiden was asking Andrew, Twitch room was asking, you know, the Sigma the Sigma male. Um, how do I get, how, what's the quickest way to get like a six pack ab? And he goes, no, none of this quickest stuff. You want, you want pain and suffering to get a six pack ab. Cause everyone had a six pack ab would have no value or whatever, you know, which is true. Like if everyone had it, would it hold that distinct, like that significance, I guess. And so there's like, there's no quick and easy fix, bro. It's like pain and suffering is like, what caused this? And I think I mentioned the last podcast, like getting better or helping yourself with self-improvement isn't like a quick and easy fix it's like a campaign it takes months and months years and years or like you know a decade or so like everyone's running a different race you know what i mean so you know what i mean but i do like andrew tate like a lot of people feel like i feel like people are hating on andrew tate they think it's just one big propaganda but then at the end of the day you know he is that guy in a yacht with a lot of money and ends up getting like all the stuff he wants like i think he like prioritizes like you know having all this money, getting all the girls he wants, can fly private whenever he wants and has his claim to fame. And I like to compare him to, like, LeVar Ball. Like, even though he's talking, like, all this shit, which I do believe holds some value. I'm the one person that doesn't think Andrew Tate is, like, this guy that just spews nonsense. I think a lot of stuff he says, if you really listen, um, does hold a lot of merit because he actually did come from nothing and... He's making it. He's he's made it basically. He's um he's the guy that you want to see. So I definitely think that. But also compared to Lavar Ball, like Lavar Ball, like although he talks all this shit, like he goes, I could be Michael Jordan, blah blah blah, all that stuff. That that stuff doesn't hold much merit. But when he talks about like when he talks about his boys, his investment into his sons, like you know, two out of three did make the NBA. I think the second one is like the third one is on the way there. But like he does keep to his word. He did sell it. He's making money at the end of the day. Like big baller brand. I don't know now, but at the time they were they were making racks, bro. They were killing it. You know what I mean? Especially the way he sold it. I think if you can learn how to sell yourself, not sell yourself in the sense that like if you're a product, if you can sell it to other people, if you make people believe in you, while you also believe, like, I think because they believe in their self, which goes well. If he believes in himself, I'm gonna believe in him too. You know what I mean? Where the opposite, if you don't believe in yourself, no one's gonna believe in you. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, like, they sell it. They, they're geniuses in the marketing and the social media influence game. Especially LeVar Ball. Like, he was, like, he's a lot older, too, and he knew how to play the game. Like, yeah. I think a lot of... 
And then Andrew Tate, like, I feel like he's so hard to get cancelled. Like, a lot of stuff he would say, if any other person said, like, get instantly cancelled, which is, I feel like he's, like, a voice for some stuff that needs to be said, but is not said. But I do believe PC has this time and place. Like, I feel like you can't just keep calling everyone, like, you know, bad words and, like, all this random stuff without any repercussions because, like, you know, you can't go around saying stuff like that or else you look like a crazy person. You know what I mean? But yeah, the Andrew Tate effect is real. I think I think the message he has is like you should all get better and become high value people is good. Maybe I don't believe in Tate University or whatever hustle I think it's Hustlers University or whatever it's called. Maybe maybe hold off on that. I think that is um I think he's trying to, you know, cash in something from you guys. But no, he's good. He is um he is actually really, really good. Um, believe it or not, I've actually started watching um, even though I literally said overrated on anime, anime. Um, even though I haven't watched anime in four months, I started watching one of the greatest. Um, it's called Steins Gate. Um, on episode eight right now. Um, I heard it gets way better, and I'm keen to watch it. And finish it because I heard it's good. Hopefully, I don't get spoiled. But you know, I'm keen to watch it just because I don't know. I feel like I've been kind of in a rut. Like um, anime hasn't been hitting the same for a while, especially like the season. Okay, the best season was when Attack on Titan and Jujutsu Kaisen were airing. That season was amazing. It had Attack on Titan, um, Jujutsu Kaisen. No, no, Demon Slayer was the other one. That was this season. Attack on Titan. Mushoku Tensei. Um, like, all these bangers. Wait, let me just pull up that season real quick, because that season was phenomenal. Um, I remember that was, like, the season where a lot of my non-anime watches got into anime, and it was insane bro wait let me just get it up you can hear my typing sorry about that um let me go seasonal anime i think it was it wasn't 20 it was fall bro this is this i think it was winter 2022 right no 2020 yeah oh wait it wasn't So this was the year after Haikyuu, right? Okay, wait. I cannot find it. One second, bro. Was it was it fall twenty nineteen? No, 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 no. Okay, yo, I cannot find this for the life of me. Was it twenty twenty one? Fall to oh no, fall twenty twenty. Oh, okay, it was fall 2020, so we had high we had Q, we had Jujutsu Kaisen, we had No Bless, I think people, actually no, people did not like that. We had... Was it, was it the one after? What? Wait, am I tripping? Great Pretender, no? Oh, wait, I swear this was, was a really, oh, okay, okay, okay. I found the season. I think Jujutsu Kaisen was airing during that time. One second. What the hell was I about again? Oh, right. So basically what happened was I got a phone call. It was from my barber. Basically just scheduling my appointment in. And um, I don't know. That's an American thing. Do you schedule appointments with your barbers? I don't know. Like, I think it's more like a walk-in thing. I think in Australia, just because like the, there's like less and less barber community and culture. We just got to, you know, I'm kind of new to it. Like, I recently just got acquainted to like my barber like i've gone for like i've gone to the same guy for like three four weeks now three four three four times so 
yeah, I definitely want to get my cuts from him. The guy, I, it was the same cut I had um in the Comic Con video. Um, he, you know, he does me up pretty nicely, and you know, he's a good guy. He's um like he's an Auckland brother like me. Oh no, actually, he's from Wellington, but he's he's a New Zealand homie. So you know, you know, he cuts hair pretty well. But what's what I was talking about was um anime season. The 2021 where we had Attack on Titan, Jujutsu Kaisen, Mushoku Tensei, and I think Horimiya. That season was just so good. It was the best season so far. And not just because of the shows, because of the community as well. Like we had, I feel like everyone's banded together and we had like such like strength and numbers community where like a lot of like the 2020 people that like thought anime was like weird and like all the non-anime watchers that got on the hype, especially with Attack on Titan and stuff really like hopped on the bandwagon and started watching and all these really good shows which is you know i feel like the gatekeeping thing is just so long bro oh speaking of that dude all this like all this english like english slang is like because i keep watching like oh, i've been like i've been watching sidemen for like a long time but then i recently got like i recently started binging a lot of like the old stuff and a lot of the new stuff and um a lot of side plus clips and also, I've been watching a lot of Beta Squad stuff. Beta Squad is so good. Like, the content Simon and Beta Squad are creating is just next level. Like, I, like myself, like a starting YouTuber like myself, like, I don't know how it just, I don't know how we can even compete. Like, the game is just so separate, especially because when they started, they were like, um, they were just a like video game YouTubers, you know what I mean? And now they're doing like, they're making their own game show. They got game show budget. And dude, as a consumer, man, like, it is such a pleasure. It's such a treat to watch. All the Sidemen stuff is just, it's 10 out of 10. Like, it's so good. It's so funny. And all the, all the, all the personalities just mend well together. Well, they've been doing it for a long time, so you would hope so. But still, even Beta Squad, it's just, it's so good. Especially, like, the, the weakest link on the Beta Squad, the Beta Squad one, is just so good. I think it's, like, one of the funniest videos. Especially, all like, guess the, um, I think what they did recently is guess the boyfriend, and that one was really good too. And the pro, you know, shout out like I feel like they don't get enough credit. Like the producers for those videos as well is like next level. Like putting it all together is insane. I bet like the filming part again is like ten percent. Like the editing and like the formatting and like putting it all together, all the beforehand prepping, like finding a day where everyone's available and stuff. You know what I mean? Like I feel like that's also a big one as well. Yeah, their content is amazing. UK YouTube is just so sick. Like, I love it. I, you know, I, I want to hopefully get to meet one of those Donnies one day. Donnies, as I'm using their slang. Just, you know, trying to slowly make my way in. But yeah, I've actually been to um, the UK. It's um, it's really good. Um, If you're from Melbourne and stuff, it's, it's not much of a culture shock by any means. Because, you know, we're basically like the newer version of them, kind of. Except with a bit of like, australian goddamn lingo in it australian lingo is so funny like a lot of communities do a bit on it it's just it's so weirdly like it's it's like if you're from here it's so comfortable i feel like if you're not from here it's really really sharp right like some parts that are so sharp to me is like um who use the c word i hate saying it like the c-u-n-t word it's such a sharp word especially when using such an aggressive tone it's just like bro like why are you so mad right now you know what i mean like it's just such a such a like a sharp striking like tone 
and I'm just like, I'm just not feeling it whatsoever. I just feel so uncomfortable whenever I get like shivers, like that cringy shiver that you get when you hear something cringe, or like when I heard the like the Jane Foster and Thor, like that was, oh, like I hate when people use that word. It's but not but also but when people use it like, finally like oh you're like a sick a sick cunt yeah I'm like dude, that's fine. I mean, dude, I, even when I just use it right now, I felt I felt like I died a little. I think you could tell. I think like I literally like lowered my voice as soon as I said it. But you know, you know, we Australians were proud to be who we are. You know what I mean? I, sometimes, I guess. I love Australia, man. I love it here. It's so good. But I do want to travel. So hopefully, I go to UK again. I think Japan, Korea is the two I want to go to as being like a freaking weeb now and really appreciating the culture more. You know, so you know. I definitely want to go and explore the culture. I've been wanting to go for a mad long time. Even in high school, like, I remember just because we just love, like, the food there as well. And all we knew was, like, the food and, like, the onsen, like, the hot springs and, like, the cool, like, cyberpunk theme, you know what I mean? Which is, like, what we really want to explore. It's even, like, the older stuff, like the cherry blossom stuff as well, where, you know, just very touristy things, you know, just, just want to do. And Korea has just always been, like, really aesthetic, especially with Japan too, but, like, Korea's always had, like, that really, like, cool aesthetic where you know we see like all like all especially like all the fashion stuff as well as like from korea like all like they got the drip bro they got everything there you know what i mean but yeah those two are definitely places i want to go to and yeah hopefully by the end of the year but i don't know how it's going to be with like all this recession stuff so i don't know if i mentioned that before in the clip that got cut off but i don't know like travel wise but whatever happens happens i guess man i think that's been enough from me you know go check out my youtube videos go sus more podcasts if it's your first one hope you enjoyed and you know as always only up from here and take care bye